0: Welcome back to Fig and Farm at Home. Friends, I am so glad you're here. I'm always glad when you choose to tune in and listen. I know that your time is limited, that you have things to do, and that your plates are full and busy. So when you tune in, I am so very grateful. Today's Know Before You Go is brought to you by a comment I received recently. And the question is, ultimately, why would you spend $700 on a course when you can buy a book for $20? So that is, Arno, before you go, why would you invest in a $700 home design course rather than the $20 book? All right, you won't need notes for this. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's conversation. How many times have you found yourself at your favorite home decor store, browsing aimlessly for an item to spruce up your space just to bring it home and then not quite like it, or find that your effort didn't pay off the way that you imagined? That rug you bought? too big, too small, or too brown. And the curtains? We don't need to go there. Or maybe we do in this new Tuesday quick tip series, Know Before You Go, brought to you by all the mistakes I've made before <laughs> and thankfully have learned from. Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget, like ramen eating, Goodwill shopping budget. And I've learned a few things along the way and definitely made a few mistakes. But I am so excited that you're here learning how you can know before you go. So put down your credit card, grab a notebook and a pen, because you're definitely going to want to take notes. Last week, we talked a little bit about who the Home Design 101 course is designed to serve and who it might not serve, who it is going to benefit most, and maybe those who should wait a little bit. And today is very similar and it comes from the question I received from a listener who said why would you spend $700 on a course when you can buy the book for $20 and that's a really valid question and that's where we're going to land in today's conversation and I can continue to tell you what the course includes all of the modules that are included the concepts that you're going to learn from beginning to end the confidence that you're going to build and the way that I'm going to guide you along that journey. And while all of those things are true, I actually want to tell you a story today. A few years ago, my family and I decided to take a road trip and we visit national parks all the time. But this time we were planning a trip to Moab, Utah, and we wanted to go see arches and canyon land. And like most people do when they're getting ready for a trip, we did some online research. We asked people we knew who had been before what their recommendations were. We looked for places to stay, places to eat, things to do, just like you would normally. We checked the weather to see how crazy we were to go at the time of year we were, and which events to avoid, maybe which trails to hike on, and all of the things. And as we were doing that initial research, we came across this idea of doing a a guided tour. And not like a guided tour you would see in Europe, and I've been on those <laughs> back in the day, where there's big tour buses and all the things. But this was a kind of a one-on-one guided tour. And we decided to give it a shot. And it was expensive. There were five of us who were hiring this one guide to take us in his f- Toyota 4Runner. That was not just a regular standard Toyota 4Runner. This was Beefed up. It was on stilts, is what it felt like. Now, as a quick side note, this was through a reputable company. It was not just some guy we found online. (laughs) But the guy's name was Tony, and Tony was our guide for the day. He picked us up in the morning, and we drove all over. We spent the entire day with Tony. And here's what we did because we had this souped up car, we were able to go on roads that our cars could not go on. And we have pretty robust cars. We have cars that we deliberately buy in order to take up to the mountains, to drive over snowy passes, all the things. But our car wouldn't have stood a chance going where we were going. There were times when I saw the boulders in front of us thinking there's no way in heck we're going to be going beyond that. We're gonna actually get out and walk the rest of the way. But we didn't. We drove over these boulders. And there were times when we were a little bit sideways on the boulder. (laughs) (laughs) And we traversed the back country of Arches and Canyonland in order to see the views that most people couldn't have dreamed to see, that most people would not have seen. At one point, we for driving and we crossed this threshold this like little gate and by gate i really don't want you to think about a gate that opens and closes it was a cow gate a cow grade with two posts to mark the spot and a little bit of barbed wire and there was one teeny tiny little sign that looked rusty and decrepit and it said arches back door (laughs) we were entering arches national park through literally the back door This is not something that we would have been able to find in the book. This is not something we would have been able to find through a research, the research that we were able to do online or asking a friend. We bypassed that long line that... that if you've been there, especially in the last couple of years, you know that those lines have gotten longer and longer since COVID. More people getting outdoors and enjoying it, which is awesome. But what that's meant is more people and more people means more wait times and more wait times means more lines and angry people and all the things. We avoided all that by going through the back door. We saw some amazing things. We saw some hieroglyphs. We got to get up close and personal to those. And we didn't touch them because we didn't want to ruin what was there for for centuries. We got to see some dinosaur prints, which was fantastic. And at the time, my littlest one was so enraptured with the idea of dinosaurs. He got to put his handprint in and I can't remember what dinosaur it was, but in the paw print in a fossilized paw print of a dinosaur and not a fossilized paw print that we saw at the museum or the, the store from the dinosaur exhibit down the road the one that was actually in the national park. We got to learn all about the shrubbery and the, the native plants that were growing in the area and how they helped or hurt the settlers who were coming through. We got to learn firsthand, because Tony was from that area, had spent so much time in that area and became an expert. We got to learn about slot canyons and how to navigate them with success. We got to learn how to boulder carefully and the things that we needed to be aware of and kind of take heed of. We got to go see, because this was in the back door, where the famous scene of Thelma and Louise, where they drove off the cliff. We got to go see that and take a picture in that area. And these things weren't available to the people coming through the front door, through the front gate. We got to go hiking and got to see some really fun canyons and geology that of course we could have seen when we stopped at the side pole out. Um, if we were to go through the front gate, we, were, we would have been able to see that some of the same structures, but we got to see the history. We got to hear the history. We got to go on hikes that allowed us access to the park that we wouldn't have had otherwise. And one of the neat things was, as the day progressed, Tony could see how Not only were our boys super fit and able to climb and hike and have endurance, that Greg and I were as well. So he modified our trip and catered it especially to us. So we got to go places where he hadn't taken other people. He had just gone himself. And he had the liberty to do that because he modified it according to our family. And he ended up telling us too that that was one of the most fun things he could do was take us to this, this spot where we got the most spectacular picture of our family through this archway. And not the archway that you see on, you know, the famous one that you see. Though we did go visit that, just not with Tony, because that's through the front gate. <laughs> we did go see that after standing in line, waiting our turn. Hiring Tony to take us around that day and to experience all the things it was like taking a history class, a condensed history class, in one specific region of the area. It was so chocked full. We learned so much that my ears hurt at the end of the day because there was so much information to take in. We got to learn about the native people, the native plants, rocks, of course. We got to learn about how tourism affected those areas too. We got to walk the trails that no one else gets to walk except for the locals. We got to literally go in the back gate and my kiddo will forever remember putting his handprint in the paw print of a fossilized dinosaur. It was remarkable. And we loved that experience so much. And we fell in love with Moab that day. We loved that experience so much. We did it again. During the height of COVID, we took another trip back. We went through the same company. This time we hired a different guide that we would have loved to have hired Tony. We hired a different guide. And this time we got to experience the back roads got to canyoneer and we got to rappel off of cliffs. And it was during that trip that not only did the tour guide again, cater to our family specifically, but it was during that trip that this podcast was born. Now I tell you all this, not to say go to Moab though. Of course it's a wonderful vacation and not to promote this company, but I tell you this because we could have gone to Moab both times and we could have bought the book. And we probably would have had a great time. We probably would have still hiked some wonderful trails, albeit with a lot of people. We still would have gone to some of the restaurants that were recommended. We still would have had a fun, memorable family experience. But had we not had the guide, we would not have lifetime memories. We would not have the ability to say, oh my gosh, this is a must do Every time we go on vacation, like if, you know, we're not the, let's go to Disneyland type of family, but this was an experience worth the money because we got to have a personalized guide to help us make that experience so much more heightened and vibrant and rich for us. And the boys will remember it. They still talk about it over and over and over, and they can't wait until we get to do the next one. I don't know when that is, but they can't wait until the next trip. So Back to this question or this comment, why would you spend $700 over a $20 book? A $20 book might actually be a really great option for you. And I'm actually going to link a couple options for books, specifically the one that this commenter mentioned. She mentioned, I think it was Homebody by Joanna Gaines. I've not read it, but we love Joanna Gaines. I'm going to link that because that could be a great resource for you. And I love the price point absolutely. But I do think it is more than $20. And if you are able to not only digest the information that is in that $20 book, you're able to retain it, you're able to apply it, and you're able to assess any changes that you need to in order to make it applicable to your own home, then that $20 book is actually going to be a wiser investment. Absolutely, hands down, Without a doubt. But some of you who are desiring change in your home, you already know that that $20 book will only look good on your coffee table. You already know that when you've scoured resources like Instagram or Pinterest or the books or what have you, that there's a disconnect between those pretty pictures and the tips you're reading about and the application process to your own home. There's a disconnect for you, and the course is an option in order for you to get the connection. The course is your backdoor guide, basically, to have someone walk you through what you could learn in a book. Now, I don't know what is in that book. I don't know what is in the Joanna Gaines Homebody book. What I know is what is in the course and what has worked for me and my clients. And I deliberately stay away from those books personally for me because I want the stuff I bring to you to be tested and proven. I want the stuff that I'm bringing to you to be relatable so if you're still sitting on the fence, or if you've ad- had that same question that this commenter had, why would I invest in a $700 course rather than a $20 book? Here are three things I think you should think about. The first thing is to really understand what type of learner you are. If learning through pictures and and reading is better for you than auditory or application, then the book is going to be better. The second thing is to think about how easy or natural home decorating concepts or ideas come to you. I've run into women over the course of years who <laughs> who joke, but they say, I feel like the decorating gene just skipped me. I mean, it landed in my sister, Susan. It landed in my friend, Betty. It landed in the next door neighbor, but it just completely skipped me. And I joke about it, but if you do feel like somehow you're missing the boat, then the course might be better for you. And then the third question to ask is what kind of experience do you want? Do you want the experience of the front gate where you are doing it yourself and trying to get the best out of it, not really knowing what you're missing, but not really knowing what you're getting? Or do you want the back gate experience where you have the guide who is modifying the experience in order to meet your needs and where you're at based on the questions you have in the home that you have? And that really is probably the thing. What kind of experience do you want? So friends, if you're still sitting on the fence, and you have any questions, I invite you to come over and ask. Send me an email at hello at figandfarmathome.com. All right, friends, until next time, I'll see you soon. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.